Time is needed in everything that we do. Time is needed in our day-to-day activities. When you wake up in the morning, you wake up at a particular time. When you sit in the car, the bus, the train, is at a particular time. This world that we are in is regulated by time. Without time, things will be hard. Imagine waking up in the morning and the sun is not coming up. At night and the moon is not coming up. We'll be disoriented. We wouldn't know what to do. Imagine waking up, setting out, and you don't know what is going on. Everyone is in the room. For some reason, there wasn't any public announcement that is a public holiday. Time is very important. As I said, we are a spirit in a body, whether what's soul. But a body and a soul are usually within the frame of time. But the spirit goes beyond time. God is in eternity. And when you read Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1, it makes mention of something. It says, for everything under the heavens, everything under the heavens operates by time. And it says, there is a time. There is a time. A time a time, there is a time to be born, a time to die, and a time to plant, and a time to harvest. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 2. That is to say, everything under the heavens operates with time. The heavens operate with eternity. In the realms of the spirit, time does not move. It is different from how we move now. So somebody can pray and God will give you a prophetic word. And you feel like it is happening now. But when you come out of that realm, you realize that it is different from what you had. So when you read through the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, you realize that people who walk with God through faith, we're able to pull blessings in eternity into time because they understood the mystery of time. Today, I want us to understand something. That time works with those who appreciate and gives reverence to it if you do not take your time serious you will miss the opportunity and the blessings associated to time genesis chapter 38 to 40 is a anchor scripture that we're going to use there was a man who came with an exceptional ability 
a man who understood the mysteries of life. But for that man to come to the point of relevance or importance, he had to go through a process. Earlier I said, there is a time to be born and it's a time to die. We all come into this world through a woman. And at a particular time, we celebrate our birthday. And at the end, we all will check out. But when it comes to the day set aside to remember the things that we, we went through on a birthday, we share with loved ones. In as much that we celebrate our birthday as Christians, we should come to a point where we celebrate a spiritual birthday. Live continually, continuously living with the mindset that you are a born again Christian, a new believer, a new creation in Christ Jesus. Anyone who believes in me will not perish, but have an everlasting life. So the moment that you accept Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, an aspect of your life dies. The old you dies. And a new you begins. That's a new time. And everyone is moving with that time. If they are in the kingdom, so when things are being scheduled in the world that we are in, it operates within a time. God's blessing operates in this realm within a time. Yesterday I said something that from the time the vision is given, to the time of manifestation, it takes time and consistency. You need to understand how time works and you need to have that consistency to move at the time. Because God can be in point A and lead to point B in the next second. And if you still find yourself in point A, it means you are stagnated. And you'll be operating what, what God was doing in point A. But when you move across with God to point B, you experience God's blessing at each time when he moves. The Bible says something in Genesis. I want us to read Genesis. I'm going to read it. Genesis chapter 7, chapter 37, verse 5. The Bible says that Joseph had a dream. And when he told it to his brothers, they hated him. All the more, he said to them, listen to this dream I had. We were binding sheaves of grain out of the field when suddenly my sheep rose and stood upright while your sheaves gathered around mine and bow down to it. This was a man 
who was born. And when he came into this world, something changed. He became the next person to dream after a while. The last person in the Bible, per my research, during that time was his father, Jacob. The Bible did not record his brothers. The Bible jumped straight to Joseph and said, and Joseph had a dream. Why would the Bible record a man with a dream? There's for a reason. The Bible says that Joseph had to go through hardship, even though he saw himself great. He didn't understand the vision. Habakkuk said, when you write the vision, he who sees it will run with it. You don't stay at one place, you run with the vision. And as you keep on running and seeking and knocking, you will understand and see the mystery behind. Daniel chapter 10 makes mention of Daniel having a vision and he went into prayer for 21 days. And at the end, he had a what? The result. What am I trying to say? What you have has a time. But within that time, you need to go through a process. And the Bible says in Genesis chapter 39, verse 19 to 22, it talks about Joseph being sold because of his vision. He was taken from his father's house where he was feeling relaxed, where he had comfort, where he had all that he wanted, where he had his coat of many colors. He was stripped off. Some of us because of the vision that we have, a lot of people are fighting you. They are trying to strip your glory. It is not for any other thing, but because of the mandate God has placed upon you. So if you're going through any form of hardship, know that it's for a reason. The Bible says all things will work together for your good because you love God the enemy will come against you mm. your finances your health your marriage whatever mm. it is the enemy will come against it because the enemy knows that you are on assignment mm. okay mm. Mm. he knows that you are on assignment and the Bible says that when Joseph went to Egypt. He was a slave. Today I was meditating on the scripture and the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, Joseph had to understand. He had to understand how and what to do when the vision is in fullness of time. He had a vision that people were serving him. 
he didn't know the understanding so he had to go through the training process sometimes the vision that you carry the gift that you carry your environment will not help you to what work it out so the bible says our lord and master jesus when he was born when he came when the time came for him to come into this world he could not stay in israel they had to take him to egypt for a time and the bible says he was brought back and he didn't even go to his hometown he went to another place when he started his ministry he left his hometown for a reason you see sometimes you carry a gift but you want to surround yourself with the same people god will have to take you separate you the way you used to live your life before christ coming in it's not the same way you have to live your life things have to change association has to change but you maintain them but you build up upon the association don't keep the same association that you used to have and think that certain things will come forward god told abraham leave your father's house your kindred and your nation for your vision for the gift to manifest you need to come to a point where you disconnect yourself from the mind of this world disconnect yourself from the family disconnect yourself from the nation you find yourself and come to a point where you realize that you are in the kingdom of god the bible says that when joseph came to Egypt from verse 19 to 22 of Genesis chapter 39 it says the law was with Joseph so he succeeded in everything he did as he served in the home of the Egyptian master Potiphar noticed this and realized that the Lord was with him Joseph so how can the Lord be with a slave who is going through hardship and serving in someone's home even though he was a great person at his father's house losing everything but his master sees him to be with god verse 4 says something this pleased potiphar so he soon made joseph his personal attendant he put him in charge of his entire household and everything he owned remember i said the process from the time of vision into the manifestation it needs time and consistency time to prove whatever that is in you time to refine you time to make you who you ought to be when that blessing is being released The Bible says that when the time drew nearer the Israelites increased according to Acts chapter 7 verse 17 When your time of elevation is drawing closer you have to increase in the capacity you have 
If God has called you to be a minister of the gospel, God will not raise up emergency vessels. God doesn't do that. God prepares vessels in the womb of time. Last time, the prophet Eli said something that, uh, kill me, take me from this earth because I'm the only prophet. And that was his last time he made a comment. God opened his eyes and God showed him. Prophets he had hidden, not in Israel, but across. And he saw it. So God was hiding them, preparing them. There's a generation God is preparing. Earlier this year, the Lord told me, he said, son, tell my people, I am about to do something. I'm about raising up a generation who are going to carry my signs and wonders, carry my power. We're going to come out and roar like a lion in the face of the devil who is trying to roar like a lion, but it's not a lion. And these are generations who are going to command authority and influence. But for us to be able to command the influence, we have to go through certain things. Bible says a master has always been above the servant. And a servant can never be above the master. So if Jesus went through it, and he said, greater things will you do. It doesn't only talk about the miracles. It talks about the things the persecution go through. So I want to encourage somebody who is thinking of giving up in life. You are thinking of throwing a towel, saying that I have tried all my best and it's not working. Do you know why it's not working? Because you are trying your best. Allow the Holy Spirit to work through you. Allow God to break you. There's this song I like. It says, break me, mold me, fill me, and use me. You have to go through all the stages. And when you go through all the stages and you have been what molded and filled, that is where people see the glory. People see the light in you. It shines. And the Gentiles have come from afar to experience your light and it will be glorious. So the Bible says in Genesis chapter 39 that Potiphar gave Joseph a complete administrative responsibility. I'm reading from verse 6. Over everything he owed, with Joseph there, he didn't worry about anything except what kind of food to eat. You see, when he was in his father's house, he had a dream. He didn't understand it. When he moved over to a strange land, in this case, the wilderness, God was preparing him. God was driving him 
through trial in the womb of time to build certain skills, to build certain capacity for the future testimony that he's going to give or share. Joseph, within that time, developed an increase in his management skills, ability to manage and increase certain things. And the Bible says, in a womb of time, when he increased, there came a trial. There came a temptation in the form of Potiphar, Potiphar's wife. And the Bible makes us understand that when he had increased to a point where he thought it was a point of his of his testimony, the wife came trying to sleep with him. One of the things that comes up when you are close to your time is temptations. The temptations will come to test you. They will come to try you. You see, Whatever that you are going through, it's a trial of the faith you have. You cannot say you know God and not be tested. When you go to the university or the school, SHS, whatever it is, when you are taught at the end of the time, you are tested. So Joseph was tested there. And the Bible says Joseph was able to escape the temptation. But something happened. When Joseph passed the test, his garment was taken off. He lost his coat of many colors when he was in his father's house. When he came to Potiphar's house in Egypt, he lost it. This is to say, In time, when God is about to lift you, you need to move from one realm to another realm, another rank to another rank. You cannot hold on to the old realm that you are in. God is always moving. He's a progressive God. He doesn't stay in one place. Likewise, the spirit is like a wind. The Bible says the spirit blows where it listed and no one knows where it goes. So if you are born of the spirit, the spirit of God rose Christ from the grave, dwells in you. You cannot be in the same place. That is why I know that from today, your life will never be the same. Where you used to be seven years ago will have to change. And the Bible says that when Joseph came to the prison, something interesting happened. Genesis chapter 39, verse 22. It says, Before long, the warden put Joseph in charge of all the other prisoners and over everything that happened in the prison. Verse 23. The warden had no more worries because Joseph took care of everything. Did you see that? He said, Joseph took care of everything. How can a prisoner come and take the job of a prisoner warden and do everything? And the warden will relax. 
That is to say that at that time, Joseph had mastered an increase in his gift. Even though the prophecy or the vision he had when he was in his father's house had not manifested. The Bible says that the Lord was with him and caused everything he did to succeed. So one sign of anyone walking in his time, when you go through several challenges and you still come out at the top, when you go through several challenges and battles where people think that it's supposed to kill you but you don't get killed, people say you have to be what? I mean, in prison, but you don't get in prison. People say you have to give up in your faith and you're not giving up. He said a righteous man will fall seven times, but he will what? Rise up. That is to say, any child of the kingdom who is following the word of God and is led by the spirit, any time, any place you go, you leave that place with a mark and it will be a mark of success. It will be a mark of goodness. It will be a mark of increase. Because that is the prophetic word hanging over us. He said, let us create man in our image that they will increase, multiply, and be fruitful. That means from the time of your vision to your time of manifestation, these things have to happen. And the Bible says that when Joseph was in the prison, I am bringing it to an end. Something dramatic happened. Some people had a dream. Two prisoners had a dream. And they did not understand it. But it is the part that marvels me. Verse 5 of Genesis 37 said that Moses, I'm sorry, Joseph had a dream, but he didn't understand it. Earlier, he also had a dream about the moon, the sun, and the stars bowing down, but he didn't understand it. But through time, when he got to the prison from Genesis 39 to 40, chapter 40, something dramatic happened. Joseph got the gift, worked upon his gift, and he was able to interpret people's dream. So he had moved from not understanding his dream but dreaming to the point where he could dream, interpret people's dream, give specifics about their dream. Until you work on the talent God gives you, don't expect that prophecy to manifest. So if you read the word of God and the word of God says, let the weak say, I am strong. You need to press on. Ask, seek, and knock. Once you keep on knocking and the door opens, you enter into the door of your set time. So tonight, what I want to say is, Joseph went through a life of test a life of trial, but in each season, there was a particular gift that he what he worked on. He, he he increased in, and at the end, the manifestation was glorious. 
God will never prepare an emergency vessel, but he will work on a polished vessel through the womb of time, which is what God always does. So I want you to note this, that from today, whatever trial, whatever storm that comes, embrace it and know that God is with you and he's using that storm and trial to bring glory. He says we are like what? A precious stone going through fire. But when it goes through that fire and it comes out, it's a marvel. Gold goes through fire. The natural state of gold is not, I mean, nice. It doesn't have any value. And when it goes through fire and is beaten and is, I mean, going through any chemical change and everything, and it takes its form, it becomes a commodity. And this is what God is saying to you, that from today, your life is going to become a commodity. People will come and purchase of the goodness of God in you, in the name of 